1: Sans Pants Radio, Australia's most biased
2: podcast network.
3: Welcome to How Good's Footy, a weekly AFL podcast where we ask the most important sporting question of all. I'm Carney. I'm Tom. And I'm Dusha. Boys, fucking hell. How Good's Footy? Here
4: Here we go, here we go, here we go. Here we go, here we go.
0: 2021 officially over. It's done. It's gone. Grand final. It's gone. <laughs> oh, now
2: uh, I just have to say that before we started, we were talk. Dush and I were talking, mm-hmm. and um, even knowing how it went down, watching yep. the event live, I still do not understand. How that result (laughs) ended up being the result of the... If you had have looked me in the eye at any point during this season and said, Tom, there's going to be a moment in the grand final where the team that wins the grand final is going to score 100 points to 7, I would have told you to get the fuck out of here. (laughs) Even
0: as it was happening in front of my eyes, I still would have told you to get the fuck
2: out
0: of here. Tom, insane, listeners... The Melbourne Demons absolutely fucked the dogs up. (laughs) It's, it's, it's incredible. Like,
2: I was just reading today, uh, and look, you should all too, uh, Titus O'Reilly has a regular column on Mondays. He's written a beautiful piece about the grand final. Jump on his Twitter.
3: He's a Melbourne uh, supporter.
2: He's a Melbourne supporter. It's beautiful. Big football is forever vibes in it. It's very good. But he talks about how that even... While watching it, there was no... Like, watching that game unfold, sometimes when a team's about to explode, you can see that they start... Oh, they're getting on top here. They're getting on top... Oh, yep. they're, they're, that didn't happen. The Bulldogs kicked a goal, got three goals up. It looked like they were about to kick another one and tear the game apart. And then all yep. of a sudden, Melbourne just went, get fucked.
0: I will disagree slightly with you there, Tom. It wasn't like it was a, like a sneaky sneak up... Oh, wait, hang on. I reckon Melbourne are on top here. Melbourne kicked three goals in about... 95 seconds. And at that point, we were like, oh, no. It well, was, not oh, no. It was... It was
3: officially 45 seconds of game time.
0: Yep. It, it, three it, goals it, in 45 seconds. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it, was, it, was, it was like... What I mean by
2: that is it wasn't like they slowly crept back in. What I mean is it wasn't like they started to get on top it in It just a of the switch. Ground. It just went... Boop. Like, when you think about that first goal in that run, and we're getting way ahead of ourselves in this, but you think about that first goal that Bailey Fritch kicked...
1: That mm-hmm. was against
2: the flow. He kicked yeah. a goal against the flow. It was a settler. Even the Everyone was like, cool, they needed that.
3: And then they kicked the next fucking 16. <laughs> well, I told you guys this on the weekend. My dad messaged me at the like near the end of the third quarter going, whoa, great game, close game. And then 45 seconds later, it was like four goals a difference.
2: But even then, <laughs> four goals at three-quarter times, it was still, you know, that had happened in the first quarter and then the Bulldogs roped them back in again. Mm. Yeah. It wasn't... I wasn't looking at it going, oh, 24 points. I reckon the demons are going to win by another 50
0: points. Yeah. The stage was set.
3: <laughs> the stage was set for Bevo to rip a huge speech. And pff, he failed.
0: Yeah. I reckon Bevo's speech at three quarter time probably was, all right, boys, just more of the same.
3: Yeah. Us against <laughs> just- them, et cetera.
0: Yeah. No, 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 I, no, no. It would have been like, just do what you've been doing for the last 10 minutes, I reckon. Mm. Just keep that up. Yeah. Anyway. A genius on this show did say that this was going to be a game of two halves and that dogs would be up in the first half and Melbourne would uh, be up in the second half and it would just depend on uh, which half was bigger. Turns out it was the second half. Yep. Well, to be fair, Joel, who predicted
2: that? Me. Yeah, so you're wrong, though, because the first half wasn't all dogs. The second quarter and the first half of the third quarter was all dogs. Melbourne killed them in the first quarter. Like Melbourne evens gonna-
3: out to about half a game, though, Tom.
2: Yeah, but like... The way yeah, halves. Doucher,
0: your view is going to be one Stop. half of going be all dogs. Just pay the it. Other- <laughs> just pay it. Mate. So I'm just looking at half time score. Dogs are up. Uh, they kick six goals in the second quarter. Game of halves. All right. Uh, okay. Yeah. I'll begrudgingly, begrudgingly. I don't know about being all over them in the start of the third anyway. They kicked two goals. Hmm. What are you talking about, Tom? It was all Melbourne
2: in the second half. No, no, but in that period they only kicked two goals, but they were dominating and Melbourne just didn't look like they could get anywhere near it. Anyway, there's, we, should, game of we, two should, halves. we should step
0: back a bit from these halves. Mm. Grand final day. Okay, so we should probably wind it back to where the day began, which is all of us waking up too early considering the game was at 7 o'clock and not knowing what to do with ourselves. I, I, look, this is something that, uh, this, this was brought up many years ago on How Footy, Footy, uh, when we had guest Sam Loy, hmm. and he said, a night grand final would be bad for me, because when I wake up and have my first beer, I'm not going to remember the grand final. <laughs> the beer was inevitable. And I, on grand final day, like, it got to like one o'clock, and I was like, oh, I could, like, I don't know, just like have a beer, get into the vibe, and I was like, way too early, Joe, way too early. Too early just had to fucking sit patiently for 6 hours. Uh the longest 6 hours of my life I would say.
2: I uh, played a lot of Super Mario Odyssey to get me through the 6 hours. Um some people watched I'm- the NRL grand final because they needed something to watch.
0: The grand final, Tom. Uh the pre travelled. Yeah, I sorry. was going to say they traveled into the future. I mean that would be a great pretty way to spend Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Some nervous D supporters built a time machine in the six hours before the game, went mm. to the following week just to make sure that they had won a grand
0: Yeah, final. <laughs> and then they went to the following week and then realised Melbourne Storm weren't playing and they were like, oh no, something fucked has happened. Yeah. <laughs> we're in the wrong timeline. <laughs> yeah, they got real stressed. It's um,
3: a shame. That's a shame for the Storm. I watched a bit of that game. I watched the end of the game. <laughs> sad, sad stuff. But Russell Crowe's team's in the grand final, so that's big. That's big for Rusty. <laughs>
2: Tell you what else it's big for boys is I mm. sent you a very good video of a certain supporter of the we don't normally talk about other f- football codes on this show but we're going to talk mm. briefly about NRL because I tell you what boys uh, a lot of people getting around the Rabbitohs the South Sydney side that is Russell Crowe's team
0: yeah yep.
2: um, one bloke in particular was getting around the Rabbitohs so hard mm-hmm. that live during a cross oh, on yeah. national TV <laughs> he dropped his dax and we saw pain on screen yeah, on better. just a news cross.
0: Nothing, Nothing you can do. Live dick. There it is. Yeah, he's doing a little dance. It's good. It's good Give stuff. Give us more.
3: We want more. What yeah. I, what I love Bigger and he better. He doesn't just
0: like, pull them down a
2: bit to get... he, he There at his ankles. Oh, yeah.
3: Well,
0: he takes. he's wearing shorts, and then he pulls those down, and then goes back <laughs> up for jocks. So I reckon he was, was a brief period of time where he was just like, oh, this is funny as it is. He's like, no, I can do more. Yeah,
3: What would Rusty do? And he went for it.
0: Oh, yeah. Full pain. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. It's good. Like, if you're not an Australian uh, listener of the show, tracking down that clip, it's pretty much the Australian experience distilled. Um, that guy probably did not get in any trouble for that, where I feel like that in uh, other countries, he probably would have been arrested. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's just such a baffling choice. Mm. Like, because here's mm. the thing. Like, at the time,
2: I guarantee you, that probably feels like the best idea You've ever had. Yeah. About two weeks later, when you're, you know, doing something else and someone's like, hmm, don't I know you from
0: somewhere? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> then that it's pain. the worst
2: idea of all time. That Da-da-da. pain
0: travelled the world. Uh, do you reckon the penis hurt around the oh, world. Oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah.
3: <laughs> Rusty's giving him corporate box tickets to the grand final. <laughs> Pants optional. <laughs>
0: Um. Yeah, fuck. Grand final day at night. Like, I get it for the spectacle. Jesus Christ, though. What a long day.
3: Mm. I. We've all been going, you know, long walks in our neighbourhoods. Yeah. I found my neighbourhood, there was a lot of Melbourne demon stuff up. Big demons vibe.
0: Uh, dogs around me. Mm. Mine wasn't even split, which I think okay. makes sense for the areas that we're all in. Yeah. Oh, fair enough. Um, um. Yeah, a lot of dog stuff. I did actually see a lot of dog stuff still up uh, over the week, like Sunday and Monday, like earlier today, which is Monday. Yep.
3: Lots of people wearing, um, you know, their Melbourne stuff out on the street, which is great. You love to see it. But also, do what I do. Just wear your stuff all the time. (laughs) (laughs) Don't be a coward. Yeah, The amount of people- So, while Melbourne's been in the finals, I listen to a lot of SEN and you get the people calling in and saying that, you know, for- their entire life they've been ashamed to wear their Melbourne stuff out in the street cuz they'll get heckled or whatever. And I'm just thinking coward. I wear my Brisbane <laughs> shit all the fucking time.
0: Well, I actually watched the grand final in my Essendon jersey. Uh yeah, I wore my Brisbane <laughs>
3: I wore my yeah. Brisbane jumper. Uh,
0: I had a Geelong shirt on. Yeah. yeah. My justification was that I was practicing for next year. Yes.
3: Pre-season yeah. training. Yes. yes. Got yeah. a head start on the the grand finalist. That's the Yeah, for sure. and
0: then uh <laughs> Look, we haven't covered the game yet, but on Sunday, I met up with a local Melbourne supporter in my neighbourhood, Hayden.
3: Oh, lifelong fan?
0: Lifelong fan. Mm. Could name at least three to five players.
3: Was he wearing merch when you met up with him?
0: Um, he was wearing a scarf. He was was it scarf. brand
3: new, I wonder?
0: Uh, was it still on the plastic? Had the tag had he not, on it still. And you not taken
2: the cardboard <laughs> holder off the top of the scarf. It's just, I don't know why these are it's such
0: an I don't know how you guys wear these. It's so uncomfortable. It did have player badges on it, though. Mm. Were they new? They were definitely brand new, yeah. I was remember there like a buying. Gary
3: Lyon or a Jim Steins badge on there? Or was it just no. all the Wiz?
0: Uh, <laughs> and which Whiz? The original one from his team? <laughs> uh, no. No, no, no. I think he has Max Gorn... Petrarca, and... Surely he has Cosy Pickett. Yeah, no, and Cosy Pickett. Cossie Pickett. Okay, I think good, he had three. Good. That's ah. very good.
3: Or it's just Gorn and
0: Cosy Pickett. Yep. Look, that's fine. Anyway, had a bit how of a was, How was the
3: kick? How was it?
0: Yeah, it was pretty good. Um, yep. There's a small-ish park area near my house that uh, isn't officially open yet, but if you don't want something to be officially open, build bigger fences is what I'm thinking. <laughs> Wait, so it's like a brand new park yeah yeah it's a brand new park
3: you might have been the first person to kick a footy on it
0: Uh, there is a chance of that because it was freshly mowed just before grand final day which again like if you don't want me to go there don't do that yeah yeah Yeah. fair fair um yeah had a bit of a kick uh it's not a great park to have a kick on because it is it used to be two blocks basically like it's two empty blocks Oh, I just um, have
3: another weekend observation just before we dive into the game. Mm-hmm. In the truest sign yet that nature is really healing in 2021, I saw a man walking down the street wearing a polo shirt with a football <laughs> team on it. And yep. that football team was Carlton. Oh. And that man, he was walking with a bit of a skip in his step. Oh. And I think it's because there's a new boss in town oh. and that boss is Voss. <laughs> Michael Voss is coaching Carlton. That's Holy biggest, shit. That's the biggest news out of the weekend, I think. <laughs> <laughs> well,
2: I think I think look, they Carlton had a choice between two bosses. Um yep. one, Premiership Hero, uh gloved superstar. Mm-hmm. The yep. other, garlic breath sex pest. Yep. Um mm. I know, allegedly. Mm. I mean yeah, not yeah. about the garlic breath, you know just looking at it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, uh, and I think the Carlton Football Club, for the first time, I think in their a hundred and however many year history, made the right choice. Yeah, and I think they made the right choice because Brian Cook is now attached, and he went, "No more of this dumb bullshit. We're making good choices from here yeah. on out."
3: Did you call Michael Voss a legend just in that bit there, yeah, Tom?
2: Yep. Yeah, I think I said a one can confirm,
3: of can confirm. Met him, <laughs> met him maybe twenty years ago. Said, posted you're a, a, a photo, legend- photo on Twitter. Posted a photo. Said you're a legend, and he said, "Thanks, mate. That's a confirmation." For me. Oh. <laughs> he knows. He knew it. He accepted it. Oh, God, I um, i tell you what, it's big news for Carlton fans who listen to this show. Because you've yeah. all, Tracy, you've all had a <laughs> sook. You've all whinged it up that we don't give them enough fucking chat and all that.
0: Wow. Tracy, Jason, this is a brand new chapter in the Carlton, in the How it Goes Footy Carlton book, basically. However, We've
3: talked a lot on this show. Yes. No, Tom, sorry. Do you have um I was going to say this. Counterpoint?
2: this- there's just a little asterisk I want to put at the end of this. You know, if you're a Carlton supporter, be happy. Go on. I just want you all to know that I'm not. I'm speaking on behalf of you here, Sean. So mm-hmm. jump in if you think I'm overstepping. But mm-hmm. I want the Carlton fans listening to know that if Carlton do not treat Michael Voss with respect, <laughs> oh, then the re- reaction will be nuclear, it will be swift, and Carlton yeah. will never be mentioned on this podcast again.
3: I will go on record. And say, I will blow up Icon Park. <laughs> you treat him well. I will. I'll just say this: we talk about the ladder of the heart. What we teams we support. Yep. yep. Mine, mine has been rearranged. And um, look, I don't want to shock anybody. And if you're driving while listening to this, maybe pull, <laughs> pull over. over. Carlton are now my number two. So look <laughs> so out. This is
0: actually uh, pretty dangerous news for me, Sean. Mm. because uh, Carlton and Essendon have a famous rivalry. So if Carlton are number two in your ladder of the heart, Essendon yep. might fucking plummet. Look out, mate. Fucking yeah. look
3: out. Next I mean, year's going to be huge. about ninth or
0: tenth anyway in your heart. The bombs Look, <laughs> uh,
3: Joel brings it up. I, yep. I don't want to go yeah, on record and say where tenth, they are. But right, that's the... Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe, maybe like that, yeah. I'll just say next year's a big year if you barrack for Brisbane, Essendon, Geelong, Carlton... And North Melbourne. I think it's going to be huge. Uh,
0: teams that uh, this year we will probably uh, fair to, that will probably be harder on next year.
3: Oh, Port Adelaide, you're <laughs> fucked. There's nothing <laughs> left protecting you.
0: <laughs> you are 1,000%
3: fucked. I, prediction, Ken Inchley will lose his job next year.
0: Because of the backlash on this podcast, because of
3: well, because Howgood's footy was the last string of support holding that man afloat. <laughs> <laughs> I reckon he's fucked. Clarko for Port Adelaide.
0: Wow, <laughs> yeah. that's big. Yeah. That's big. Um, and uh, how, how are you feeling about Fremantle, Sean, after they've uh, probably leaked the Lockie Neal news and stressed you out unnecessarily?
3: Um, I was ready to, to declare war on them but that mm-hmm. seems to have cooled off. And if that continues to cool, Freo are fine in my book. I hope they do yep. well next year. Because I think we all like Freo now that they've been um, purged of that garlic, garlic-breathed, garlic alleged fella. Um, hey,
2: yeah, home to Turbo. What's not to
0: like?
3: Oh, absolutely love it. Trent Cooper? Oh. Coach every oh,
0: Uh Sorry, just speaking of AFLW players and uh, Carlton, this is a former Carlton player. But uh, as of today, uh, Taylor Harris is... Uh, openly, she started a new Instagram page. She is now a marriage celebrant. Um, oh. And it was <laughs> pretty surprising rebrand.
3: But I, be- I bet she's pricey. Can I just tell you quickly? I think I might have told you this before. The marriage celebrant who married my oldest brother to his wife was Bob Murphy's dad.
0: That's big. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> uh, Father Bob Senior. <laughs> uh, but yeah, uh, I just quickly have a look. I don't. I didn't see Taylor uh, posting any prices, so uh, that probably means expensive. Yeah, it's,
2: it's one of those things where if you have to ask how much it
0: costs, you can't afford it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. That's the general golden rule.
2: I well, think that, yeah, because we've like that. been
0: speculating um, a lot. I mean, I, actually, not probably not recently, but uh, when the AFLW season ended last year, we were like, "Oh, this is going to be an interesting time to follow players on social media because AFLW kind of last season reached a part where it was still like getting very much in the public consciousness, but also the AFLW, well, the AFL was not allocating enough money to the AFLW for them to become full time." Footballers, so I was like, I reckon we're going to see some like crazy jobs and some insane paid partnerships. And there was mm-hmm. a little bit of that, but yeah, none seem as left field as this, to be honest. Mm. It's pretty um, big.
3: Just also on AFLW news, Emma Zilke is the first woman to be an assistant coach at Brisbane. She's, um, cool,
0: that's big. I saw that. She's
3: joining old mate Stasovic on the team. Huge. So that's awesome. She's going to be a great coach, I reckon.
2: You st- that, that's the Probably the one of the best outcomes you could have for that side. You've still got oh, yeah. all of that composure and smarts. She's just not on the field anymore.
3: Yeah. She's still there. Yeah, it's, it's awesome. I'm glad she's still involved in the team.
0: Oh, it's big. Um, all right. So you've all had the same build up that we had to the grand final now, which is just a lot <laughs> of yep. fucking around and looking at your watch and it still hasn't started. Rolls into like 6.50 or something and I finally fucking fire up the game. Doesn't start till 7.15, but I'm curious about the pregame entertainment. And, look... Can we agree? No, because I'm going to have way worse (laughs) opinions than everyone else. Because I know that this was made by a music director this time, and I know that they actually... Look, they allegedly thought about it. But they need to stop doing this. It is... Please just get one or two bands, that's fine. But, like, pick... Like, it's 2021, why are we listening to Eskimo Joe play Black Fingernails Red Wine as their only song? Made me sick. Who- uh, Why is John Butler playing Oceans at a fucking grand final? That song is just going to make everyone go to bed. was <laughs> it then- half
3: time that Birds of Tokyo played yeah. three songs and one of them was a cover? Like a silver yes. chair cover? Yeah. yeah. Disgusting. Who's so idea is- that?
0: Can I just say, if you're going to do a silver chair song, right? No worries. Why pick something from Young Modern? Well, Tom, it's because they had an orchestra and the other two Birds of Tokyo songs they played were soft rock dog shit, so they're like, well, we can't play like a freak or something like that uh because that will not match the vibe at all. So I guess we'll go with straight lines.
4: Hmm.
0: I did Oh no, wait, it was Eskimo Joe that did Kick. Yeah. Wasn't it? Well, that's yeah. what I mean. Like so, the covers isn't a bad idea. It's just it was just I don't know, the band choice like Baker Boy makes I,
2: sense. I, I get the I get the vibe because it was all about Australian music. And honestly, I think the best thing to come out of the pandemic is that back to back we've had to go for local talent, which we yep. fucking should do every year. There are mm-hmm. incredible artists in Australia who can perform the grand final. You don't have to fly fucking Will I Am in and have him pretend to pick a team that he does not fucking care about or know or understand. Right? And- don't do that. That's point. pointless, costs lots of money. The best thing about the entertainment was fucking Baker Boy ripping it up in that incredible tracksuit. I want one, boys. I want one now.
3: Mate, fucking best thing was Colin Hay. Let's all just agree on that.
0: (laughs) Yes. It wasn't even there.
3: Having said that, I I was in the kitchen at the time and I just had the sound up, so I didn't even watch any of this. I just heard Colin Hay's beautiful voice and it transported me To that beach that he was standing on,
0: basically. (laughs) Yeah, in LA. He was looking out to, he was looking across the beach to where Australia was, thinking about Australia, thinking about the grand final. Yeah. And
4: um, singing about living in a land down under.
3: Respect.
2: (laughs) I know they were hamstrung too because they had to go WA acts only to get him Mm. in. Yeah. Um, With the exception of Baker Boy, who was flown over. But I just think next year when we can have whoever we want at the grand final go for good Australian acts. Get them to play. If you want them to do some covers, that's fine. But get them to pick, get them to do their bangers, you know?
0: Like, I just, yeah, I don't know. Also, if you're going to put music at stadiums, you need to sort out your fucking sound system because it happened again. It happens every fucking year. Someone's performing and cannot hear themselves at all. I think think, give up.
3: (laughs) (laughs) I don't care about having music at the footy. No, I love for, it. I love I'm there for footy. I no, will but they fight don't do it, it right. Forever. They don't do it right. They don't. They don't. They don't give them the best chance. To this succeed. is a step
2: in the right direction, though, boys. Ah, uh, whatever. It's two steps. So the last year, it was all Australian talent. Didn't quite nail the performance aspect. This year, got better at the staging and the build-up of it all. Next, the year coming. Next year, the following year,
0: fuck, it's gonna be off its head. Yeah. Good Tom Aussie talent. Next year, they're gonna book fucking. Okay, it'll be either Amel and the Sniffers or King Giz. That'd be one of the That'd bands. be
2: huge, though.
0: Either of those bands will play. Uh, then they'll get like a fucking... So it's September. So yeah, it'll be fucking like a Foo Fighters or some shit. Guarantee. It'll be a huge international band to make up for the fact they haven't had international bands recently. Yeah. I, I don't Good.
2: think Good. they
3: should. I Good. think that's dumb. Love it. I think... I'm back on board music.
0: Mm-hmm. Sean, I fucking I, no. hate you. You're I, a dog.
3: I, I'm just trying to. I'm just trying to dog you, Tom. I honestly don't care. I'm here for football.
0: Yeah, I do like that. Uh, I don't know if they did it this year, but when the halftime entertainment plays a longer set after the game, and everyone can just go on the ground, because then it doesn't sound like dog shit. Because they just set it up for people, in the crowds are here, not the whole fucking stadium. I yeah. don't think they did that this year. Well, well, birds of Tokyo. Well, fuck, we missed out on plans. Shit. I just say the, the best thing that I don't know if we talked about this from
2: last year's grand final, but my favorite part of the entertainment from last year's grand final that was missing from this was an announcer announcing the name of an artist and people not knowing who that was until the song song started. <laughs> and last year when they when they brought out Andrew Stockdale from Wolf Mother and they're like, it's Andrew Stockdale and everyone went who the fuck is that? Until they started playing the opening to Joker and the Thief and you could hear a collective, oh, that guy, oh, yeah. Hmm. We really needed them to come out. I don't even know who the name of the lead singer of Eskimo Joe is, but just be like, it's so-and-so, it's Johnny Joe Smo,
0: And he comes out.
4: (laughs) Johnny Joe Smoe, you of nails,
0: And everyone went, oh, it's that cunt.
4: Yeah.
0: (laughs) I don't know. I just feel like that either... Commit to the Australian part, or commit to the vibe, and they keep half hearting both, and not picking. Yeah, I don't know. They need Making to sort Boy it out. Boy was so good, though. But even he had a really awkward start, because he didn't do- Everyone had a cover, but his cover was just him, like, his DJ had remixed a Kylie Minogue song, and he didn't actually do any vocals to it, he just danced. But it was How like many a songs weird did he do? Two. And one of them was Wh- this.
3: Is he from Melbourne?
0: Now he's Queensland, isn't he? Oh, okay. So
3: did he have to do the quarantine?
2: Maybe not for Queensland.
4: Hmm.
3: Was but it he was worth flown it?
2: In. I, I think he was flown in because um, his song was the- Metagen is the song that they used for the promo for the AFL either last year or this year.
3: Yeah.
2: Anyway, yeah. it's a good song. I liked yeah. it. Shut the fuck up, Sean. <laughs> Foo fighters.
3: <laughs> Mate, fuck. I, don't, I don't care.
0: Tom, are you telling me- Now, close your eyes and picture this. Okay. So Baker Boy, the whatever, that was good. Yep. Um Eskimo Joe playing Black Fingernails, mm. Red Wine. No you thanks. loved it. It was your favorite song of the day. It was not. Birds, Birds of Tokyo putting everyone to sleep at halftime. Now yep. imagine game. Yep. It's close game. Yeah, Foo Fighters come out. They open with like the best of you. Alternatively, <laughs> fucking the Bond comes out and sings Everlong with Foo Fighters after they win.
3: Imagine that, Tom. Imagine that. Imagine imagine playing Imagine Brisbane win the flag next year half and time Ro- and Robbo comes out and plays the drums with the Foo Fighters. <laughs> imagine that. you Counter fucking a dog. That- no, that's what you're trying to rob us of. No, I'm not. You imagine finger. if at
2: half time King Giz play the entirety of Nonagon Infinity instead. I don't Tom, care. that's longer than half time. Yeah. <laughs> the album time. goes for forty five to fifty minutes. It'd be good. The the entire second <sighs> half is just replaced with the players having a guitar off
0: on stage. Hmm.
3: You know what's music to my ears when Matt Stevic bounces the ball in the middle.
0: Oh, good first bounce.
3: Hmm. I do not even know it was him. Might have been one of the other two.
2: I <laughs> know. Uh, I think I think he's he's the first bounce king. Stevic. He's I think the best it was in the him. biz. He um he. Can I just say there was that? I think there was a bit of a delay between him hearing you're good to go, the countdown finish. And him going in to bounce the ball, he kind of, like, took maybe a second or two just to get himself right. And then it was a cherry rock bounce. It's because
3: he knew the cameras were on. Razor Ray got into him all week and said, mate, take a moment.
0: (laughs) Yeah, he operates on his own time. He doesn't need a countdown. He's like, I'm the fucking umpire. I'll bounce the ball when it's time. Yeah.
3: Yeah. He might have also just been popping his shoulder back in from when Toby clipped him.
0: (laughs) Um. Let's get so, to the game. Yeah. What a game. Uh, yeah, it was the closest 74 point win I've experienced in a long time. Yes. Because it was an arm yeah. wrestle for three quarters. Hmm. Sort well, of. Well, until it was literally a game where, like,
2: I think the stat was from the 16 minute mark of the third quarter. Mm hmm. The dogs were, it was at the point where, like, like we said before, the dogs felt like they were about a goal or two away from, from absolutely just yep, taking off. Away with it. And the Ds didn't look like they were necessarily rising to meet them. They were just kind of playing. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, yeah, the stat is from the 16-minute mark of the third quarter to the end of the game, Melbourne's kicked like 16-4 for like 100 points or something. Yeah, to 1-1. To one goal, 1-7. One, mm. Which when you hear that, that's if you just knew that in isolation, you assume this game, you look at that score, you hear that stat, you're like, Jesus, they killed him. This game was absolutely off its dick for about two and a half quarters.
0: Yep. Uh, Yeah, shaky start by the Dogs. Um, But then they steadied. Then they fucking came out with a big bang at halftime. And the Ds
2: looked wobbly at that point. Like, it looked like the Dogs had worked them out a bit. They couldn't get the... Like, Lever and May couldn't quite get going in the midfield. Adam Trelaw went, hey, Bucks, suck on this. Did
3: you hear the thing about Stephen May? Today,
2: Yes, yeah, seven-weeker. What?
3: What have you heard, Tom?
2: So he was saying, I heard after the game, and then I read a thing yesterday. So after the game, he was being interviewed, and he was said that the physio, the doctor had told him, do you want to know what your scan was? Basically, they decided not to tell him the results of the scan, just to yeah. let him train and play on feel. And he was like, it was tight, but I figured I could get through it. Yeah, John. And there was a point <laughs> in the game where he thought it went, and then after the game, she told him, and apparently... It should have been about a seven week hamstring injury.
3: He had a tear in his hamstring and they yeah. went, I reckon he can get through. So they didn't tell him that he had a tear in his
0: hamstring. <laughs> Fucking yep. hell. And they he, told him was, after the game. Yeah, because yeah, I he I saw the interview that Tom's talking about where he said, Yeah, there was a point in the second quarter where I said, he went to go pick up a ground ball and he was like, Ooh, I am in trouble. Mm. But then he stretched it out a bit and he was like, No, I'm good to go. And like the commentary were all over it as well. This was like the only thing that was switched on about. They made me sick, by the way. Oh, yeah. Like, we spoke about it with Broden last week, who, by the way, uh, is the happiest man in the world. Uh, go onto his Instagram, uh, and he just uploaded a photo of himself with, like, 10 minutes to go, just crying. <laughs> 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 We've mentioned it before, but Broden brought it up again, that the seven, com- seven commentary teams suck shit. They were really bad during the grand final. Yeah. Like, so, for instance, with, at time,
2: with, with an exception, obviously, in... Daisy Pierce, who was yes. so fucking good. I
3: actually thought Abby and and Hodgy were good too. Yeah, it's so really just the main, the main two. The plus, three special comments and analysis Basil. stuff,
2: well, fantastic.
0: But also, uh, Daisy Pierce had an issue uh, in the last quarter as well. Where, and this is it's funny and nice. She didn't really fuck up, but she also just started getting really overwhelmed. So it was pretty much silent in the last ten minutes. <laughs> I think I, I JB went that.
2: to her at one point and was like, "Oh." It's getting to your
4: Daisy. That's yep. what, like
2: clearly this is her club. Like this yep. is the club that she has played for, has been a part of. She's seen it all. She's around those boys. Like, but like you, you know, you know, it's it's Richo with ten minutes to go on the boundary line, sobbing during the the yep. Richmond. It's Billy Brownless crying in the race. Yep. Uh, in two thousand and seven, every you know prominent. It's not Luke Darcy getting emotional because I don't care for him. <laughs>
0: <laughs> don't like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, because like, just for instance, just like the type of thing, they just kept talking about fucking uh, penetrating kicks, but like, in front of them, they had the stat that Caleb Daniels had had 26 touches at halftime, and did not once mention that, which like, whatever, but also, like, you just see, okay, one player's touched the ball heaps. The record in a grand final was 39 touches, and Caleb Daniels had 26 at halftime, you just gonna not even bring it up? Don't even be like, oh, he said a lot of the ball. Nothing. They're yeah, shit. Was-
3: They're just shit.
0: They suck. They
3: need was- to throw everything they can at Huddo. So I-, I heard some stuff from the radio today, because Huddo and Jared Whiteley called the game on SEN. Yep. Fuck, the highlights sounded huge. They should just get both of them. Fuck. Just- and-, and-, and then clean out most of the special comments team.
2: Actually, boys, can I tell you my com- my commentary highlight of the entire game? Go on. Passage of play where Melbourne are surging forward. And Cosy Pickett's in a one-on-one sort of on the wing with Caleb Daniel, and they're both running together. And BT's screaming, oh, kick it to Cozy that's what we want to see. And they go further again. It's Tom McDonald, ball spills over the line for a throw-in. And he goes, oh, I reckon that was the wrong play. I reckon they should have gone to Coszy. About 30 seconds later, Bulldogs doing the same thing going the other way, and they go for the shorter kick rather than the long kick down the line to like Tim English or someone. Ball gets spoiled, Melbourne win the ball, and then run it back into their forward line for a stoppage. And immediately, Daisy Pearce is like, BT, that's why Melbourne didn't kick it to Coszy. And oh, BT yeah. just didn't say anything for a bit, and it felt so
0: fucking good. Yeah, that was great. <laughs> that was really good. All right, before we get too carried away in today's episode, let's just take a quick break to hear from our sponsors. And this week, much like last week, support for Haggood's Footy is brought to you by Manscaped, who is the best in men's below the waist grooming. Manscaped offers precision engineered tools to your family jewels. Manscaped just launched their fourth generation trimmer, the Lawnmower 4.0. You heard that right, the 4.0. Tom, it's time to join over two million men who trust Manscaped. Uh, With this exclusive offer, you get 20% off and free worldwide shipping with the code HowGoodsFooty at Manscaped.com. Tom, this is our two-week anniversary of us having the smoothest balls in the world. Definitely. The
2: smoothest moving things, I think, on the planet are our balls behind Christian Petrarca. I think if you had to measure them, Christian Petrarca's performance in the grand final over the weekend, very smooth. My balls, second.
0: Yeah, uh, and it's good because, like, obviously Melbourne would love to have two Max Gorns, uh, and my balls look like two Max Gorns. Well, just the top of his head, his yeah. beard nowhere to be seen. No, no be- It's like if Max Gorn partied too hard. Yep, and shaved <laughs> his beard off. I would say exactly that about my testicles, Tom. After using Manscaped Lawnmower 4.0, uh, and let me tell you, for the second week in a row, that light very handy. It's still the best feature. It is football under lights.
2: Hey, Joel, pop quiz. Yep. When do you think the first game of footy under lights was? This this is just a fun little bit of trivia for you and I. I don't know. The 80s? You are close. What century? Uh, 20th century? Incorrect. It's like 1879. What the fuck? First game of footy under lights was in the 1800s, man.
0: That's crazy.
2: So look, they had lights at the football, and I've yeah. only just got lights on my balls in 2021. And I tell you what, if, if I'd have had lights on my balls from 1879, <laughs> oh, I would be so dangerously aerodynamic. It's not. And we haven't
0: fun. even mentioned the additional guard lengths where you can adjust the size for the trim you want and the wireless charging. I tell you what, this lawnmower 4.0 it has made personal trimming a breeze, like the breeze that I now feel on my groin when I yes. go for a walk in my short shorts. It's beautiful. There is no short too short now, Tom.
2: It, there isn't. I mean there probably is.
0: <laughs> I don't know. My games look pretty good too. And
2: I reckon with the Lawnmower 4.0, I could shave my legs nice and neat too. Like get put some racing. I could yep. just wear like a speedo, right? Yep. Smooth
0: as, and then shave racing stripes into my legs. I would be so oh, quick. You, aerodynamic as fuck. All right, Tom. You get 20% off and free shipping with the code HowGoodSfooty, Footy, one word at Manscaped.com. And don't forget, your balls will thank you. Get 20% off and free shipping with the code HowGoodsFooty at Manscaped.com. That's 20% off with free shipping at Manscaped.com and use the code HowGoodsFooty. Unlock your confidence and always use the right tools for the job with Manscaped. And uh, now, let's get back to the bloody show, hey? So there was that
3: moment in the third quarter When the dogs were up by 19 points, and I think we were all saying this to each other. It's like, it feels like one more goal here, and it it might be over. Yep. Like, they're about to break it open. And is that the moment where Caleb Daniel tried to murder Max
0: Gorn? Yeah. Yeah. That would have been (laughs) an enormous moment if you win. Yes. Because you then, again, from that exact moment to the end of the game, the dogs kicked one goal, one. To 16 goals for. So, Caleb Daniel, rather than looking like a king, looks like a dumb cunt. I have some
3: information about How Goods Footy's favourite stat, which is the pressure rating. Yep. Yep. We obviously missed out on it because we were watching on Channel 7 and not Fox.
2: We had the Telstra tracker, which was barely mentioned because Wayne Mm. Carey wasn't coming out. Thank God. So,
3: there was... A fifteen-minute period in the third quarter, which is the period where the dogs looked absolutely on. Yeah, and for fifteen minutes, the dogs' pressure rating was two hundred and thirty-eight.
4: Jesus Christ! <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 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 Far
3: out. And then it just fell off a cliff.
0: Yep. So how did it's- it? How did it work with uh, Fox Footies telecast? So did they just commentate the game, but then they didn't broadcast it until after the game? Like they would have been commentating. I think if alive. you have,
3: yeah, I think if you have Fox. You just get the Channel 7 stream of the game. But then at like quarter time, half time, it's the Fox people. So it would have, I guess, been like Jonathan Brown, Nick Rewald or whatever. Because yeah. I know. Like, Doing their half time stats and blah, blah, blah.
0: Yeah. we It was actually kind Doing of a panel show, but not the commentary side of things. Yeah. yeah. It was uh, pretty sad uh, to not be watching this on KO after finding out that our friend Broden wrote the rusty and dusty ads <laughs> and yeah. therefore not being able to see them. But copying a lot of the Google "What is a blinder?" ad and crying oh, every ad break. Oh. <laughs> Incredible.
2: oh, I love that ad!
0: I tell you what, one
2: good thing about this boys is that we now don't have to watch Channel Seven for fucking ages. It's yeah. fucking
0: beautiful. One
2: thing that they I have did the cricket, notice, don't they? They do. We'll wait till about December.
3: But is it also on Ko or not?
0: Uh the cricket should be on Ko Ka- because there's Fox Cricket as well. This is big. Um, one thing I did like is that the Petrarca Cash Converters ad. I I didn't see it in the first half of the game, but they started thrashing it in the last quarter. Yeah. Primetime. Primetime dollars. Those grand final ads. (laughs) Also, uh, just quickly on that ad, uh, something that I noticed uh, whilst trying to help my friend look for a PlayStation 5. So in the Cash Converters commercial, (laughs) uh, Christian Petrarca picks up a... He picks up every game console, basically. He's in and yes. out very quick. Takes it one console at a time, Joel. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So PlayStation 5 <laughs> has been out for about a year. Notoriously very difficult to find and store. Uh, the regular yes. retail price is $7.99. Yep. And you can't buy it right now. No. I- impossible. Uh, you have to be mm. on the pre-order and be very quick. Usually within the first minute or two of them be announcing stock. Uh, cash converters do occasionally get them second-hand, obviously, or purchased and then resold because cash converters sell them for $1,500. Cunts. Yeah. Christian, like you're cash being
2: cunt <laughs> You're
0: fucking being paid with b- b- the fucking devil's money, mate.
4: Mm.
2: Christian will be, I reckon, if he learned that fact, he'd be disgusted because he seems like a good Italian Greek boy. Oh. Is he Italian? I think he's Italian. I think he's good Italian. Good Italian boy? Yeah.
1: He does seem like a good boy. His-
2: Family up unhappy by taking blood money? No way. We're, we're at the cash converters point. So, naturally, the next segue is to talk about, you talked about how the record for the most possessions is 39. Um, and Caleb Daniel had 26 at halftime, didn't match, meet the record or break the record. But a man who did meet the record. Broke the record for who- 20 minutes and then met the record. <laughs> Briefly broke the record before they re-reviewed his stats and went, oh, maybe that wasn't quite a, <laughs> a disposal kick. Um, mm-hmm. I have to say that in any other grand final, the guy who kicks six goals two wins the Norm Smith. Yep. Unfortunately for Bailey Fridge, he's playing in a team where Christian Petrarca just went ballistic in a three-minute burst in the third quarter to be like, we're fucking winning.
3: Yep. That was unheard of. Interestingly... The person who shares the record for disposals is Simon Black with 39 touches yep. in the 2003 grand final. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's a player who to this day claims he was robbed of the Norm Smith medal, and that's Jason Ackermanis, who kicked five goals that day.
4: <laughs> oh. Go. Yeah.
3: Yep.
2: Apparently, apparently Fritch said that he was sitting on the bench late in the late in the game, and people were like, oh, well done getting around him and joking about he's going to win a Norm Smith. And he's like, I knew... I wasn't winning the <laughs> norm.
4: I
0: reckon he just needed one more. Oh, if you kick seven in a grand final and they don't give you the Norm Smith, you'd be ropeable. He mm. he came second. They both I think he had ten votes and Petrarca had fifteen votes. So it yes. it was it, it was that's reasonably close, close vote wise. Tom, what do you that's thirty three percent more votes?
2: Yeah, but they both made double
3: figures. Basically, I think there were five judges and all five went Petrarca three, Fritch two. The only differences were a couple of ones.
0: Yeah. Yep. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Yep. No, I but also like but both of them were influential in getting the getting the team back in front of that third quarter. Frisch kicked those two goals that were huge, but a lot of them came from Petrarca in the middle. He then kicked that fucking cooked goal where he just dribbled it through that was the first of the three goals in the forty five seconds of yep. playtime burst. But I think Petrarca's incredible. Fritsch was incredible. Oliver, all of these guys had guys had huge games. But Luke Jackson Oof. came in play. Like, this is the thing. They smashed him in the middle in that third quarter, and yeah. Max Gorn was on the bench or resting forward. Luke Jackson tore it up in the ruck.
0: Yeah. Yep. Uh there is actually just while we're talking about players uh that like because Luke Jackson, I mean, he's been mentioned a lot, but probably not getting the praise he deserves. But there is one player that I feel like he played for the losing side. But no one was talking about it. When they were talking about, well, like, "Oh, he hasn't fired a shot," and I think that that is incredibly unfair, considering his presence on the ground. So, and this is going to come as a shock because I have, look, I like, I, I would go as far to say as I love the dogs, but there's been there's one player in particular I'm never really kind to. But I think the media has been so unkind to him this week that I'm going to come to bat for him, and that is Cody Waitman. Oh, he was throwing himself into contests, fucking ready to die. He was- I reckon if, he, like, at halftime, they were like, Cody, we're going to make a deal. We're going to shoot you in the leg in exchange for a goal. And he'd be like, I absolutely am taking that deal. <laughs> like, he- he's so desperate to get the ball in the grand final. He was fucking throwing himself all over the place. And yeah, like, he didn't have heaps of touches and he didn't end up kicking a goal. But, like, he was probably- if you were just Shit. to look at the grain- yeah, he, I mean, look, he didn't make any impact. So say what you want, Sean. Yeah. Um, I will.
3: He's shit. He was shit.
0: <laughs> <laughs> but, like, out of everyone on the field, he looked like the boy that was happiest to be playing in a grand final.
3: Trelaw had a crack. I think oh, yeah. he was the dog's best. And, and the Bont was awesome.
0: Yep. Um. Yeah, I mean, they, phew,
3: they just got blown away. Yeah. That was well, uh, the thing. Tom, you talked about Jackson before. Yep. Gorn was on the bench, and it was time to do the rotation. And he actually said to the coaches, No, 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 leave him on. He's on fire. And Gorn just sat it out.
2: <laughs> no, nah, that's 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 leadership. That is yeah. true. That is literally, he has had a chat with himself and gone, it's not all about you. Yep. <laughs> love it. That's how oh, good's footy. I love that so that is that is that is how good footy
0: do it. I
3: tell you my favourite goal. Yep. From a player who I I'll be honest, I don't really like. Clayton Oliver. Yeah. Clayton Oliver in the third quarter, the yep. one that he got with like 20 seconds to go. That is the goal that has reminded me the most of Voss from 55 yeah. <laughs> of any grand, final, any grand final goal I've seen. I don't think he kicked it from 55. I think he probably kicked it from about 40 or whatever.
2: No, he's uh, he's on the paint. I reckon he's on the but paint. But it just
3: had that vibe of like team needs something magical, streaming bang. out of the middle, yep. running in, bang, kicked a huge goal.
2: Well, the other great thing about that goal is who gets the ball to him Luke Jackson. Yeah. He roves his own ruck and then handballs it out in front of him. Like, Oliver is running at full speed. Luke Jackson is a big man who is not supposed to be that nimble, and he just gets it to him beautifully.
3: It's a you great that- handball, too, because it puts it out in front of him. He doesn't yeah. break stride. He actually has to reach out and go quicker to get it. Yeah. A little speed burst, kicks the goal. And then his celebration isn't like one of shock. It's just one of like, fucking catch me now, motherfucker. Oh, I respect <laughs> it. I respect it. He's a cheeky
2: what i again if we're going for you know team accolades oliver Petrarca, these guys are the big names fridge kicks is kick six max gorn is a big name Lever and may have uh, uh, been praised as you know the best sort of defensive duo that is you know built this incredible team around those two guys angus Brayshaw, who was yep. a top 10 pick and is often a little bit maligned yeah has basically had to play a sacrificial he's an inside midfielder but unfortunately he can't play in that position. So he's kind of had to play a defensive wing role, often sort of playing shutdown kind of roles. And he's sacrificed a lot of his game. He had a period in the third quarter where it was like, he went, no, no, I want to win a premiership. Yeah. And I'm going to, he had a, I reckon about five goals in one passage of play that ended up with him kicking a huge goal, which BT wrote him off for because he wasn't looking at the goals enough. Shut the fuck up, Brian. Oh, that's the fuck in the bin.
3: That's BT's go-to thing. If a player's walking back with their back to the goals, he sucks it up. He's a dipshit. He's got nothing else to say. Brayshaw was incredible. That goal was awesome. He's only kicked two goals for the season. Fucking hell! But he said he said post game that he's been working real hard on his goal kicking. So he's just like so fucking happy with himself that yeah. he he nailed it because it was such an important time in the game.
2: Yep. Well, it 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 he's leveled the scores, I think, or put him in front by a point. Or <laughs> yeah,
3: he copped a pretty big hit during the game. Yeah, I reckon he would Twice. have been carrying like some bruised ribs in that second half.
0: Uh, he also give the gave probably the most cooked post-game speech. Uh, and yeah, if you want to... So, we've mentioned the blowout and stuff. The final score was 140, Melbourne, defeated Western Bulldogs 66. So, 21-14 to 10-6. Uh, after the game, chaos, obviously, as always. Uh, Basil, enemy of the show, fucked everything up. <sighs>
2: He fucked up so... Imagine imagine a team finally breaking their 57-year drought. A coach who, last year, people were saying, no, sack him, who was, you know, post-match in his interview when he finally was allowed to speak, said that there were times when he considered that maybe he wasn't good for the game anymore. Yeah. He gets an opportunity to be a premiership coach and you fuck up your one job as master of ceremonies, Basil. You don't let him fucking talk. Did also, you harebrained
0: fuckwit. Um was it Wosher that was meant to award the Norm Smith? Someone was meant to award Embley. the Norm Smith. Nah, Embly. Oh, Embly, yeah. yep. that's right, yep. Fuck that up too. It's not all about
2: you, Basil. You need to have a Max Gorn chat to yourself. Yeah, I-,
3: I heard today sorry, the Norm Smith last year, did was it read out by the Master of Ceremonies?
2: Nah, it was read out by the player because it was Are you um, sure?
3: Have you seen that? Was- because I heard that they changed it after James Heard a few years ago. Because Herdy came up and announced it, and he got booed by the crowd.
2: I don't did he really? Yeah, apparently. Yeah, that's. Uh- oh no, but that was it. That was, I think, at the um, the West Coast Collingwood game, and I think the Pies are just booing everybody.
3: Okay, maybe I don't know. Yeah, not really sure.
0: If we were at the game where James Heard got fucking booed, and I didn't bash someone, I'm very disappointed in myself.
2: I, having said that though, coaches make a speech and Goodwin just didn't get to because Basil fucked up.
0: Yeah. Basil He's a off.
2: liability. He's a liability. What's, here's the thing. Again, the frustrating thing about the coverage in this, we're how good's footy. We want to be talking about good stuff, but you can't let that slide. That's dog shit.
0: Uh, Never again, Basil. If you, you live in Western Australia and particular in Perth, make sure you vote Basil out. Yeah. Worst mayor I've ever fucking seen. <laughs> mayor Quimby, less dog shit. He's been involved in some big scandals on The Simpsons. So, despite all of Basil's fuck-ups, congratulations to the Melbourne Demons, Correct. congratulations to Max Gorn, our Premiership Captain, and congratulations to Simon Goodwin, who seems like the loveliest man. There was one point after the game where he was- Doesn't yell. He was uh, FaceTiming his family just on the ground, and he was crying. Uh, he started crying with about five minutes to go. It was beautiful.
3: Uh, Neil Danaher too, very happy
4: for him.
0: Oh, yeah, big time. Uh,
4: there's a
2: there's a lot of great stories out of the, this Melbourne win that just the fact that there are days like this is it is ten years to to the year where they had that game where they lost to Geelong by two million points and all right, mate, no need everyone to brag. got sacked in the club. But it's like that was the era. Then Mark Neil came in and like
0: it's 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 been ten years of just. Heartache. Well, yeah, Jack Viney was like. Beyond that, it's forty-seven years of heartache. Know, Jack Viney was like, my first game we lost by ninety points, and then two weeks later we lost by hundred and fifty points, and people were just piffing their scarves at us. Yeah, and he was like, and now, yeah, he's like, now we've won the flag, and fuck now. Um Can we go
2: again, too? Yeah. Oh, they That's oh, probably the scary will. part that list. Yeah. They're young, very young. They're young, and also <laughs> younger than July. Flag. Look at. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. The
3: window's wide, wide, wide open. Oh, huge. It For is six open, years. the
0: width of Max Gorn and Luke Jackson oh, standing on top of one another. Maybe Simon Goodwin will be the next Norm Smith. Six premierships. <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ, <laughs> fucking hell. Um, Jesus. It, it is interesting. I will say that uh, Melbourne followed a similar trajectory as. Uh, well, actually, I mean Essendon followed the trajectory of Melbourne which was Norm Smith won six flags, and then uh, I think they, fit, they were top of the ladder all season and then dropped to third or something, and they were like, we're not renewing your contract. Then they didn't win Fire a flag him. for... They fired him. Uh, 57 years later, they finally break the curse. Very the curse similar. Norm to Norm Smith. Very, very similar to Kevin Sheedy. we were in a finals position. They announced publicly with five games to go, I think, in the season that... They weren't going to be renewing Kevin Shitty's contract. Essendon lost. It was four, sorry. Essendon then lost three of the last four. Didn't make finals. And uh, yeah, it's been fucked ever since.
3: Cost you a flag that year.
0: Can I just
2: say, you want to hope your trajectory is a bit different because 2057 will be your next Premiership.
0: (laughs) Tom, I'll be in the fucking dirt if uh, Essendon don't win a flag before then.
3: I hope you jump the queue. I hope you jump ahead of St Kilda.
0: (laughs) I hope we all do. Ugh. Yeah, fucking hell! I the only thing for me is like, incident winning any final is going to be so big that I like it. Like, I'm going to just get the joy from that. It doesn't matter if we go on to win the flag or not because that will be enough.
4: Yeah.
0: Oh, Fuck! If we can, I just break say, can I just say, and win the grand final the same year? I won't be a man. I'll just simply be a crater.
2: <laughs> can, <laughs> can I just say? If I had have said in this podcast, I would just like to win a qualifying final, I don't care if I'm in the grand final,
0: you would have been all over me. Shut up, you arrogant cunt. <laughs> Tom, <laughs> you don't understand. It's been 6,400 4, days. It's a lot of days.
4: Yeah, you oh, you fuck. don't
0: even know what a day is.
3: Ah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Fucking unbelievable.
2: What a good um, how good's footy, boys. Ah, oh, it's just great. Hearing
3: a lot of like Melbourne supporters call in the radio today and just like get halfway through a sentence and just burst into tears. <laughs> it's been a big day. <laughs> it's been a it's big just day. Just
0: big. Joel, Tom, have we got any emails? Tom, we've got so many emails. Look, I will say, unfortunately for the, well, not unfortunately for the show, but unfortunately for this week, uh, a lot of our fan base do bag for the Western Bulldogs. Yeah. So what I'm going to try and do is, because we got flooded <laughs> with emails, obviously. Mal- it's Melbourne time, baby. So I'm going to read out the yeah. Melbourne emails. If you're a dog supporter and have emailed in, probably not going to get a look in this week. You're hurting. I understand that. Mm. This is it's footy. We just need to. 57 years, guys. 57 yeah. fucking years.
3: A couple of dogs got a response from me on grand final night. In the oh. inbox. Oh. I actually that forgot happened. to tell you guys that. Bit of a post midnight. Sean's had a few whiskeys, just dishing out some advice to some sad dogs.
0: Um,
2: Sean, <laughs> while we're on the topic of giving advice out to dog yes, supporters, I think you need to make
3: a statement. To Tenille,
0: I Who went to hospital very... after the game, by the way.
3: Yeah, I hope she's okay. I'm very fucking sorry because I had a brain explosion. <laughs> In the Haggard's Footy Discord. I don't know how this happened, because I want you to know, Tennille, I'm deeply aware that you barrack for the Western Bulldogs. But for whatever reason, my brain disintegrated. And in my brain, when the game started to go, my brain said that you were Melbourne. And so I sent a message to you in the Discord that was, Tanil, I'll let you know when you can relax. And at this point... Melbourne were up by forty two points, <laughs> so I was doing the classic Sean sh- and Dusha thing yeah, yeah. of like, I'll let I'll let you know, you know, when there's one minute to go, sort of yeah. thing. And it was only like a little while after that. that I'm like, wait, you dumb fuck, what have you done? <laughs> Tenille, I know you're barrack for the Bulldogs, and I'm so, so sorry. That is, I don't know why your response to that didn't trigger me to be like, wait, I've made a mistake here, because you were like, I need to go walk this off or something. And I was like, oh, that's a weird response. Watch the game. (laughs) I can't believe it happened. I don't know how it (laughs) happened. I apologize, and I'm so sorry to you. Disgraceful from you. I really am sorry. Real real Tom Brown. No, I just got caught up in the magic of, of, of football. yeah. And at that moment, it was not
0: magical at all for Tenille. Well, speaking of getting caught up in the magic of the football... This is a very funny email, considering this is from Lockie, who, one, has made a pledge and is reminding us that they pledged. <laughs> I <laughs> love very this. very good. To Barracks from Melbourne and has just won a grand final. Keep that in mind when I read this email. And let me know when I say a thing and you're like, that's... All right, Lockie. Let's, let's calm down a bit. Because Lockie goes, boys, what a fucking massive game that was. I fully remember my promise. And as soon as I can book an appointment, the hair, well, it's coming off. <laughs> but holy shit, that game. My heart was in my throat right up until the final siren. The, bo- the boys pulled it off. Massive effort from the dogs in the second <laughs> quarter. Then they decided to stop playing. Melbourne absolutely ran away with it. And holy shit, I love both Truck and Gorney. Obviously, Melbourne played a massive game. But those two are representative of how the club has been this year. And Trak has absolutely won his salary. I'm so gone on beers, but I love this team. Go Dees. Thank God we've ended the curse. With all due respect, get fucked the dogs. (laughs)
4: Lucky. Oh,
3: it's so disrespectful, but so funny. I couldn't believe it when I read that. (laughs) What time was that? That was like not long after the game. Uh, can I guess, is it the
0: end? Is it the end when he starts to lose the plot a bit? Is that the... <laughs> uh, uh, I think it's, I'm so gone, on. so on the beers is funny.
2: Mm.
0: Uh, and then, yeah, with all due respect, get fucked the dogs, Lockie. <laughs> and that was sent at 11.09 on Grand Final Night. Oh, oh, man. So the game had been over for about Wild. half an hour. I like to think that yeah. it took Lockie half an hour to write that email. <laughs> a lot of squinting going on, I reckon, and having to rewrite yeah. sentences. Spell check working in overdrive. Now, you
2: know what? I reckon that was a two-minute email. I reckon he – you know when you find that pocket of where you just – you try to do a task and you just – all of a sudden it's like you're sober and you're flying and you send the email and it's perfect. It's the perfect text and you put the final one. and you're like, I can't look at my hands ever again.
3: I did a, a search of the inbox for Melbourne and Pledge and I think Lockie is one of two that we have. I think the other one is going back a little while, but you guys might remember this one. Joe has pledged as well. Ooh.
0: Yeah, they did. Joe, very active in the Discord, still listens to the show. Yep. Joe? Curious Joe. to see how that unfolds. Joe, we haven't I, I remember. I remember
2: Joe actually going for the D's head shave because uh, no
3: chance of it happening, if I'm mistaken. <laughs> Juicy. I think they may have gone like a half shave for Essendon. But then felt bad because that was never going to happen. And then so that's where the Melbourne thing came about, possibly.
0: Joe, let us know.
3: Yeah, let us know. In pictures.
0: This next email, it's a long one, but it's written as a post-match speech. <laughs> <laughs> is that because someone didn't get to make one? It is absolutely because someone <laughs> didn't get to make one. So this is that's from funny. Allery. Hello, men. Fuck. What a year. I don't really know where to start. I never thought Melbourne would go this far and I can't believe the drought is over. I guess I'll try and and frame this as a post-match speech so I can make some sense of the year that has been. I feel bad for Goodwin for not getting his chance. Fuck you, Basil.
2: Has Basil apologized? Has he released a formal
0: statement? I'm going to look up. You you read. I'm going to find out. So uh, this is Allery's speech. This year was tough for everyone and I congratulate you all. Listeners everywhere for sticking it out and showing up and making it through to the end. It's been a prick of a year on the Eastern States, and I hope you're all doing the best to stay safe, sane, and connected to your loved ones and family. Thanks to the AFL for completing the season, and to all the players from all of the clubs for playing your guts out and making it happen from your families and loved ones. Uh, Gentle clapping from the crowd. To doggy supporters, my commiserations, your team is super scary And I look forward to watching them again next year to the men of how good's footy crowd erupt with cheers. Sometimes I don't know how you three keep showing up and putting on such a fantastic oral spread for us on a weekly basis, but you do. You just keep coming back week after week with rich content, deep insights and outlandish opinions. Your voices and friendship have been some of the most welcome weekly distractions for many of us this year. And we thank you deeply for your work Uh, on a personal note. This year has been a big year for me, and I would like to thank regular contributor Special K for his words of wisdom uttered to Zorko <laughs> earlier in this season. Lift. That really hit Huge me at the moment. right time and got me through some tough periods. Cheers, mate. <laughs> to the Melbourne Football Club, crowd her up with cheers. <laughs> this has been one hell of a year, but the demons thrive in hell. No. <laughs> It's been special to see this team come together throughout the year, and with so much talent, I look forward to seeing what can be put together in the coming years. Footy is good. It will always be good. And if it wasn't good, we wouldn't love it as much as we do. See you all next year. Go the D's, Allery, PhD candidate.
3: Huge.
2: Massive. Um, I've just had a look. Basil has been very active on Twitter in the last couple of days. He was yeah. a part of the event where they presented it. The- no... Sorry guys, no mention of anything. Every yep. single comment on every single post has at least 10 people asking if he's going to let Simon Goodwin make a speech.
3: I don't know why Basil has Twitter at this point.
2: I don't know why Basil has a job at this mm. point, you know, yep. just I would have thought being a transphobic piece of shit probably yep. means you shouldn't keep your job. Yep. That's just me
3: though. Yeah, I'm no, just saying. I you think know. you speak for all of us, Tom.
2: If I was running a business, yep.
3: And- Joel, can I tell you a very quick email that we got yep. from a man named Thomas? Just in the subject alone. Glad Melbourne won the flag. Now they can all be good blokes. <laughs>
4: <laughs> oh, I respect that, is- that.
3: I respect it and I, um, I can't remember what time of night I got back to him. I said, huge respect for this email, Thomas. Fucking Yoav could learn a thing or two from you. That's what we want. Yep. All On the subject.
0: Uh, this and conversation size. happened Beautiful. at 12.30 a.m. <laughs> Both emails. Magic time. No, big time magic time. <laughs> I was
2: drinking whiskey and playing PlayStation in bed.
0: I was watching CKY2K and thinking about jumping from a building into a tree or something, probably. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Jesus. Oh,
0: and uh, finally to bring the show home today, and this is from Sean, who is a Sydney supporter. But it's a lovely email from a uh, you know neutral supporter. Subject footy is pretty good. Dear fellow footy lovers, it's hard not to be romantic about football. I think the reactions we've all seen or felt in the last few days proved that this thing we all love was never just a game to the majority of us. If it was, I wouldn't have just cried then when Ben Brown got his medal. Hmm. Just can't wait for next year to watch my Swans play the Bombers in the grand final. Cheers on another great season, lads. Sean. Great name. Great email. Great name. Great email. And Tom. Love it. Oh, fucking hell. Hang on, hang on, hang on. I just said we'd end on that. How did I miss this one? Owen has sent us... He's just blown the inbox to pieces. (laughs) Subject, how fucking good. This incredible opening. Dear Earth. More specifically, the legend of How Good's Footy. As a Deez fan, obviously I'm still in fucking space, and I'm unsure when exactly (laughs) I'll return. However, in addition to the incredible jubilation at the boys getting the job done after so long, I wanted to share something that helps make this game so fucking good, which I hadn't expected. Obviously, over the whole long weekend, I was decked out head to toe in Melbourne gear, whether going for a run or a walk, including a pilgrimage to the G on Saturday morning, or just stocking up for the game at the local brewery. Something I had not expected, but absolutely loved, was the number of well wishes and congratulations from strangers. In brackets, through a mask from a safe distance, of course. <laughs> While many were also sporting Demon's attire, many made it clear that they supported other teams, but they, would be backing for, but they would be backing us slash were happy for us that we had finally won. The level of engagement between strangers is not that common in the inner Northeast, but helped make an already extremely special weekend even better. I wanted to share this with you because it all adds to the answer of how good's footy. Truly fucking good. Many thanks to you and all of your guests for being a mainstay of my enjoyment of footy. Finally, I'm planning on getting a tattoo to commemorate the occasion once we're out of lockdown. Was hoping for some thoughts slash guidance from you, wise footy heads, of a design because I don't want to go with the Mark Knight design. Because he is uh, redacted. <laughs> uh, hang on, Owen. You've written redacted here. But I think if I just tilt my phone properly. And I will- it says cunt. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Mark Knight's a cunt. <laughs> As always, stay roasty, Owen. <laughs> P.S. Okay, so listeners. I'm going to have to paint you a word picture here. Because this is big. This is more for you guys than the pod. Too bad, Owen. This is so good, I'm sharing it with everyone. But a few weeks ago, I mentioned the boardies I wear during the games to help bring luck to the Ds. I thought you might appreciate the below image of them in all their glory at about midnight on Saturday. Now, Owen has attached a photo where he is wearing no shoes, board shorts, uh, a Melbourne jersey, Melbourne scarf, a Melbourne bed sheet, which he has tied around his neck as a cape. One hand, uh, a beanie, a Melbourne beanie. Uh, it's also a member's scarf, worth noting. Uh, in one hand, he's got a football. And in the other hand, uh, I, think, I think the best way to describe it is a flamethrower. Yeah. <laughs> it's one of those things you like burn the top of a creme brulee Yeah, except with. it's yeah. Uh, so that, it's, it's that, except it's fucking operating at about 180%. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking hell! It's it is honestly the best thing in the world, <laughs> Owen. Oh oh my my God. God, fuck! Congratulations on the win, and thank you for your email. Um, <sighs> uh, I think we'll have to, we should we'll to get together and have a think.
3: Yeah, I think we should have a think about an idea for Owen's tattoo, or maybe come back with it next week.
2: And look, if listeners want to give us suggestions, you can send us an email: howgoodfooty at gmail uh, you can find us on Twitter at how Good's Footy, Or individually, I'm at AwkwardTrade. I'm at Carney from 55.
0: And I'm at douche 13 And oh, and if you're still listening at this point, let us know if we can share this image on social media. Totally understand if you don't want it to because you are holding a big flame. But uh, <laughs> let us know. We'll post it. Fucking hell. Oh, boys, how fucking good is footy? Fuck. I don't like to think that the grand final's over and therefore there's going to be a break. But that's all right. We can ride the high for a little bit longer. Hey, mm-hmm. it's all right. That break,
2: not very long. Mm-hmm. AFLW's back in January, boys. Ooh.
0: Juicy. Back to back.